Welcome to Watershed's March podcast. My name's Mark Cosgrove and I'm the cinema curator here at Watershed. Last month I attended the Berlin Film Festival. The festival has always provided a platform for films reflecting contemporary societies and politics. The city, with its anguished history ever present, whether in the shape of the haunting monoliths dedicated to the Jewish victims of the Holocaust, or the line of the wall running through streets, takes these matters with great responsibility. In his introduction, festival director Dieter Koslick highlighted that this year's Berlin Alley was supporting, and I quote, people who are not only forced to flee, but are also enduring persecution, the violence of war and torture. Voluntary donation boxes across festival sites collected money for the work of the Berlin Treatment Centre for Torture Victims. It was apt then that the programme should lead with a stark reminder of the current unfolding humanitarian tragedy on the shores of Europe in the shape of Gianfranco Rossi's documentary Fire at Sea, which screened in competition. It went on to win the Golden Bear for its steady observation of the mundanely recognisable rituals of daily life on Lampedusa, off the coast of Italy, and the desperate, dramatic and increasingly fatal journey of migrants and refugees trying to reach the security of this European outpost. In this festival, in this city, the geopolitical past and the present come together in powerful and resonant ways. Hopefully Fire at Sea can be another call to action and point audiences to ways in which they can get involved and make a difference. The festival has equally always provided a strong focus and European launch for East Asian cinema, so it's good to see Yang Chao's poetic cross-current win for cinematography. Elsewhere, the festival celebrated 30 years of its groundbreaking LGBT Teddy Prize. Reflections on 1966 in West and East German cinema, among many other cinematic sidebars. Here are my pick of the crop, in addition to the ones mentioned above, and films which will hopefully find their way to Watershed and Bristol audiences. Things to Come, or L'Avenir, in its original French, is a brilliant new film from Mia Hansen Love, whose previous film Eden we screened at Watershed last year. Hanson Love really is the heir to Eric Romer's elegant, wry observations of male-female relationships. Here she has lent an exceptional performance by Isabel Huppert as the philosophy lecturer, who applies a healthy strand of stoicism to her middle-aged life. When it comes to talking about women behind and in front of the camera, remember this film. Now, I'll finally admit that I didn't get on with Terence Davis's last film, Sunset Song. And in truth, I was thinking maybe all his best work was behind him. And the power of his early trilogy and the long day closes was down to it coming from his personal experience. So it was with low expectations that I dutifully went to see A Quiet Passion, his new film about the life of American poet Emily Dickinson. I was completely overwhelmed by it. All the intensity, passion and emotion that I associated with Davis's early work was there back again, and as he said in the after-film talk, I do misery and death very well. Following Welcome to New York and his debauched portrayal of a figure who may or may not be based on Dominic Strauss-Kahn, I've grown a renewed admiration for Gerard Depardieu, who seems to be comfortable in his ample body, which he confidently uses in the end. A disquieting tale where Depardieu's character goes rabbit hunting in the woods, only to lose himself and possibly his sanity. The physicality of Depardieu, from opening scene of waking up to guzzling fizzy drinks, his lunch is a baguette and a bottle of lemonade, 
and sweating from overexertion is as much the film as the plot or visual style. In that way, Depardieu may be up there with Brando in his later years, a totally commanding presence. Last year in Berlin, the first film I saw was Eight Billion, a terrifying documentary putting forward the thesis that the real tipping point for planet Earth will be when population reaches that figure. This year, the shocking documentary, in addition to Fire at Sea, was Alex Gibney's Zero Days, which takes us into the new phase of the arms race on the World Wide Web. More specifically, as everything, from lighting to heating to manufacturing, etc., is becoming computer-controlled, so it is prone to cyber attacks. And needless to say, these have become state-generated, as was discovered when the Stuxnet virus appeared a few years ago. As one of the protagonists says, this is like the nuclear test in the 40s. We are entering new territory in warfare. Bracing stuff. Some, if not all of these films, will make its way to the UK screens over the next year and keep an eye on them appearing at Watershed. That's all for this month.